Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Coaching Quest. I'm your host, Jake Cokerhands, and I got a story for you today. I got a story because while I was down in Moab, Utah over this weekend celebrating a good friend's birthday, so we got an Airbnb, rented some razors, like the little side-by-sides so you can go rip them around in the desert and do some rock climbing, all that stuff. While we were down there, I had the fortune of checking something off my bucket list that has been on the radar for well over a decade, okay? This, this is something that has been just just sitting in my mind, something that I've always wanted to do, but for whatever reason, it's just taken me up until this point, till, my, till, till I was 25 years old before I finally mustered the cojones to actually make this happen, and that was going skydiving. And the reason why I thought it would be important to share this is because when I was sitting at the edge of that plane, Staring down at the ground 15,000 feet above and realizing that the, that the only real thing that was preventing me from facing imminent death and falling and splatting on the ground like a grape was a little piece of fabric that was going to deploy out of my backpack and, and float me safely to the ground. I was shitting my pants, okay? this I mean, let's be honest. And I mean, I'm not going to say that I was freaking out, like I wasn't hyperventilating or anything, and, and there's probably people who experience the fear a little bit more than me. For some reason, I don't I don't get the fear of heights as much as many others. Personally, it's the ocean that kind of freaks me out. But, uh, I mean, it was real. Like, your adrenaline is pumping. My palms were sweating. Knees weak. Arms were heavy. Vomit on my sweater already. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but I really was, I really was scared, okay? And... I wanted to share this because although I had a lot of fear, I did it anyways. And when I think about how many people prevent themselves from doing something in their lives that they really want to do, whether that's starting a business or asking the guy or girl out that they're attracted to or quite honestly anything, when I think about how many people prevent themselves from ever doing that because they fear something it just makes me realize how important it is for us to seek out small little things like that throughout our day like on a daily basis on a weekly basis throughout our lives to really strengthen that courage muscle that all of us possess but sometimes it it just goes dormant you know i think a lot about what life was like 100 years ago 200 years you know not that long ago and how cush and posh things have become in such a relatively short period of time because if you think about back in the day some of the the common struggles that people faced and the, and the common ways that people died quite honestly you think about people starving to death because we didn't have a way to get enough food to the people you think about people literally freezing to death uh because they they didn't have heated homes or cars or anything people didn't even have cars and so if you think about you think about people having to brave the elements and travel extremely long distances and you think about people not being able to get enough food and all of the difficulties that they experienced in life not so long ago and if you think about how truly comfortable life has become for us we really don't have it that hard i mean let's be honest things are not that difficult and it makes me think that maybe it's because we've created a society that is so incredibly comfortable where we now not only don't have to worry about 
not having enough food. But now we have more food than we know what to do with. Now it's the opposite problem. Now it's like, how can we stop eating so much food? Which is absolute, absolutely ridiculous, like if you ask me. Now we don't have to worry about braving the elements because we have this perfectly climate-controlled 73-degree temperature, whether we're in our house or whether we're going to our car. And so instead, we have to create saunas and cryotherapy. We have to do things like cold baths and cold rinses and all this different stuff to to reap the same benefit or at the very least challenge our our internal grit to be able to be resilient towards these type of things like we literally we literally have dieting protocols around fasting where where we we have to it's a challenge for us to not eat over a certain period of time so crazy to think of how things have flipped now we have things like Spartan races. We have things that, that we intentionally seek out to make ourselves feel alive, to feel that adrenaline and to know that we still can set our minds to something and in the face of fear or danger, we can still, we can still have that determination and push through and make it happen. And I think those things are just so important for us to have in our lives nowadays where we are intentionally seeking these things out because otherwise i truly i truly believe that courage is like a muscle that will atrophy over time if unused and if unused for a long enough period of time if we spend if we get too comfortable in our comfort zone then when we do finally get that spark of inspiration that spark of motivation whatever it is to to, to do whatever it is that we want to do, then we're going to have a hard time bursting through that comfort zone and spending a lot of time in that feeling of discomfort, in that feeling of stress, which is ultimately what I've learned to become very familiar with because I know that in those feelings of discomfort is where true growth and progress happens. It's almost like a paradigm thing. Bob Proctor talks about this a lot. You know, when you have this X type mindset, which is basically all your existing paradigms and beliefs and ideas and everything that you've accomplished. So all these collective experiences that that give you confirmation and certainty of what's possible for you in your life. And then you get this Y type idea. And this is an idea that stretches you. This is something that you've never accomplished before. This is something that you've never thought about. You've never had to figure out a way to make this happen or whatever. But it's now something that you really, really want to do. And what generally happens when you have this Y type idea and you start pursuing it, you start taking actions towards it, like initially when you're just thinking about it, it's not that big of a deal. You'd logically think like, oh yeah, that sounds nice. It, it, like it's it's all gravy, you know, if you're you're planning and you're scheming, you're thinking about it. Then you start doing and you start to get emotionally involved. You start taking actions towards there and you start to get banged up. You know, things don't go as planned or somebody tells you no or maybe you get a little bit of rejection or whatever it is. Now all of a sudden you're feeling uncomfortable. You're feeling stretched. You're outside of the existing paradigm. And now you're experiencing massive, massive amounts of resistance. So what do you do when you experience that resistance? Because many times what happens when people feel that fear is they immediately, like a rubber band, shoot back into the comfort zone and say, that was terrible. I do not want any part of that. I did not enjoy that at all. I feel much more comfortable here. And I think that's just a, the, the biggest robber 
of, of dreams that exist for so many people. You know, I actually did a post on Instagram the other day talking about a story, um, you know, of, of my dad back when I was little when he was teaching me to ski for the first time. Because my dad's like a pretty, pretty big outdoors enthusiast. He was a big wave, uh, a windsurfer back in his day. He rode horses. He was a pretty awesome skier. And so living in Utah, we got some awesome snow. And so, you know, when I finally came of age and I decided I wanted to go skiing, he would take me up. And he was a really good instructor. And I remember it wasn't didn't take too long for me to get comfortable enough to, to actually start going down the hill with relative ease and get be able to get to the bottom and the, the green hills and the, the blue hills, which is like easy and intermediate t- type of diff- difficulty. And I could get down there without falling and it was fun and I could cruise. And I would remember because it would always piss me off. My dad was always – he'd always try to take me on these hills that were just a little bit more difficult than what I could handle. And I would end up like – it wouldn't be enjoyable for me because I would fall a lot and it was – I had to go slower and it just – it was not as fun. It was more challenging. It took more energy out of me. And I would always be like, why can't we just go back to these other hills? I'm sick of falling. The sucks. Like I was doing so good on the other ones. Why can't I just stay on those hills and enjoy myself? And my dad was like, well, you want to get as good as me, right? Like you want to get good. And I said, yes, well, then you need to stretch yourself. And and he said a, a phrase that has stuck with me in so many different aspects of my life. And I just think it's so incredibly powerful. And he said, if you're not falling, you're not trying hard enough. And man. Man, it's that's just a, a something that I always, always go back to. It's like literally my credo. If you're not falling, then you are not trying hard enough. You are not pushing yourself to the point where you're actually expanding and growing. Sure, you might have gotten yourself to this point where you feel comfortable and you're seeing a certain amount of success. But if you do not continue to push the boundary beyond that, then you're going to stay stuck there forever. And I think that's one of the biggest robbers of success is – Somebody gets to a certain point where they feel comfortable and they never push beyond it. Like the biggest the biggest robber of success is not failure, it is comfortability. Because people do not want to feel that fear. They don't want to feel that stress. They want to get out of it as quickly as possible and they they don't want to go into there. And so that's I mean that's that's gotta be one of the, the number one qualities of anybody who's successful or anybody who reaches great heights is they learn to become friends. They become bedmates, lovers with the fear, with that feeling of failure because that's really what it is, right? When people people don't want to fail because they fear what that what is going to come along with that. They fear the judgment of others or they or they fear failure itself. And so they they remain stuck. And so I mean the whole point of this episode without rambling on too long is to to find things in your life right now that maybe you're preventing yourself from doing. Maybe you have had thoughts of starting something or pursuing something, uh, a goal or a dream or a passion of yours, but you just have not allowed yourself to do it because of that fear I would encourage you to start today and maybe it doesn't have to be that big jump because I know for a lot of things, maybe it's a fear of leaving a toxic relationship. Maybe it's fear of, of setting on an entirely different path and maybe you've been going to school for years and years and now all of a sudden you decide that you don't want to do this shit and you want to 
switch to something completely different and you fear what other people are going to think. You fear the thought of starting over, any of that stuff. And I get it. Like a lot of these are big decisions. I'm not telling you to be hasty or anything. You obviously got to have some type of thought process to this. But I would encourage you today to think about different things in your life that scare you, things that you've wanted to do but you've just had that fear and I want you to I want you to just go for it, like pursue. Set a goal to do every something one thing a day that scares you. Whether that's calling a friend or family member that maybe you had a falling out with or maybe you didn't, but just like calling them and saying that you appreciate them or you forgive them or you miss them or whatever. Or maybe it's maybe it's doing a a random act of kindness to something. Like for some reason people people fear putting themselves out there and being kind, which I think is so crazy and interesting. But doing little things like that can really help to boost your confidence because once you do it, you realize that everything that you thought was going to happen, all your fears and worries, like generally they do not come true. The The thing that you are, the, you are just marinating with and just you're so scared that this is going to happen it very rarely happens even with even when it comes to going and asking out a stranger for their phone number or asking them to go on a date or something it's it's something that once you do even if you do get rejected you realize that that feeling is not that bad the reality is most of the time you thinking about it is a lot worse than the actual situation or scenario itself and so the, the sooner you can get over that, the more you can get out of your head and just take action, the more confidence and momentum you're going to build over time. And so I just wanted to use this story of me jumping out of an airplane and I guess the story of me skiing as well. Looks like you guys got two stories today to to just remind you that you the comfortability is, is not a place that you want to stay. You want to pursue the discomfort. It's in the discomfort where you know that you're on the right path. It's in the discomfort where you know you're growing, where you know you're leveling up, where you're breaking through that existing paradigm because that's really what it is. Your comfort level is your paradigm and you have to be able to break the paradigm in the same way that you build muscle by not lifting the same weight that you were lifting the day before but by putting some extra weight on the fucking bar and just lifting it because that's the only way you're going to grow and be able to handle more stress down the road. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could do just three simple things. The first one would be subscribe to the podcast. That way you can get alerted when any new episodes drop Right now, I'm trying to drop about one to two new episodes per week, so you definitely do not want to miss that. going to be sharing a lot of helpful, tactical information to help you grow and scale your online coaching business, so subscribe to the podcast. Number two would be to leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. That really, really helps me uh, in just getting exposure for the podcast so I can continue to do this for you guys. And then the last thing, if you know somebody who would benefit from this episode or any of the episodes in the podcast, podcast i would love it if you just shared it with a friend or family member or even upload it on instagram tag me on there so i know that you're listening and and we can have a conversation you can give me some feedback on the podcast and how you're liking it so far so thank you again so much for listening and until next time this is the coaching quest